Hey Curiosphere, this is Pratham here. And I'm Suraj. So on this channel, each episode is a random open-ended conversation about some of the topics that have intrigued or fascinated us. Uh, we pick something random that we wondered about, bounce our thoughts, ideas and perspectives off each other from the unique bit of experience from books or movies, uh, our own musings. So yeah, on today's episode, we're going to talk about destiny or coincidence and our take on what's what. So Suraj, I wanted to start off with, uh, you know, something like, what do you feel when you hear about book titles like The Fault in Our Stars? Because I know you read a lot uh, and I just wanted to kind of get your perspective on that first before we tackle the main question. Hmm. I don't have any problem with that. Like, uh, I think it's for the same reason I don't have problem with if, if they have uh, some sci-fi series and they take it too far or uh, as long as they have the science fact traits, like I'm fine with wherever they take the story and even with the Fortin or Stars or whatever such uh, book titles. Like, uh, I mean, it, it, it's for art, so everyone has their own uh, likings and like, I don't have any problem with that. Even I would probably prefer reading some of them if it's good. Okay. What about you? Like, I, I'm always a... Uh, uh, lean towards it, such titles. Yeah. Well, in a way, because I feel like, to be honest, this particular title, at least there's a, I don't know, like a literature quality about it. It, it it gives you that image of like maybe shattered glass or something with a lot of dots of light or stars on it, at least for me. Okay. So, yeah, when I hear the fault in our stars, it kind of reverberates with that fault earthquake or, you know, and mm. the whole unfortunate fault in our stars kind of a mm. theme. So, so yeah, for me, it's it's a little, yeah, I, I do kind of, it it will attract me a little bit because I feel it has some literature value as well. Mm, nice or is it also because like I, I know you like uh anything related to space so because there are stars do you think you're biased <laughs> because of the I, stars part yeah i was actually focusing more the fault uh part of it but yeah maybe that also okay, okay. but it's just like so what do you think uh you know if of actors or writers or other accomplished folks mm. when they when they say like i always knew what was going to happen or this was my destiny and so like to address the main question do you believe in a destiny Hmm. Uh, do you mean in the book like in the story that they write or in the actual life when they tell something no just generally you know i mean in the actual life like like they became accomplished themselves uh, and you know some of them you hear a lot of stories and they have this common theme where they're like i always knew this was going to happen through their formative years Hmm. Uh, I mean, it, it's their belief, so like I generally don't have any problem uh, with whatever they say. But I personally don't buy into that. So we're talking about uh, coincidences versus destiny here, and I would largely lean towards coincidence. But uh, I would not go so far as to say that destiny doesn't have a role. And it's not because of the reason that many people would think. I have a very different reason for it. Uh, I'll I'll come to it later. But what what would you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I don't know. To be honest, I am torn 
there have been certain times where I felt very strongly about destiny or inner destiny and not just from seeing some stuff or reading about people's lives but even from some personal experiences but even I'm going to save that for later in the conversation <laughs> but I just I, I feel strongly sometimes and then sometimes I think maybe it's all in our head so I guess I'm still uh, you know waiting to see how it plays out in a way okay so yeah i'm i'm a little torn over there but maybe i would lean towards that i feel that there is a destiny but maybe it's not all that people make it out to be okay so uh, given a choice i mean if you had to choose you would lean towards destiny it depends on what we're talking about i feel i mean of course there are coincidences as well mm-hmm. it's not that everything was uh, meant to happen but uh, yeah i think certain things are can be attributed to destiny uh okay wait then i have a question like if you feel that th- there are uh, certain things or if you lean towards uh, this destiny that those things were meant to happen why do you think that only those things were meant to happen and the other things that you attributed as coincidence why do you think that that was just a coincidence Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think uh, maybe certain really small not that significant occurrences I would probably attribute to that, but again maybe that's wrong. But something that someone has been feeling for a while or waiting for something to happen imagining it mm-hmm. and knowing like you know sometimes I don't know if you felt this about a few things or anything. but like you feel it in your bones that this is meant to be kind of and i don't mean in a romantic way but just certain <laughs> small things <laughs> so maybe that i would attribute where there's some build up maybe that i and it finally does happen the way you imagined it would oh, maybe that yeah. i would like attribute to destiny and certain other things just like a small occurrence that you never thought of i would attribute to coincidence hmm. okay what if in our human uh, homo sapiens uh, civilization in this entire era there wasn't books or there wasn't storytelling movies anything like that so i know that we are largely influenced by movies especially bollywood movies where there's this destiny and that hero was meant to be uh, you know tagged along with that that particular uh, actors so we, we kind of think like that and when something happens in like that in our life we definitely uh, could call out to that like there's a reference to it and we 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 like to think that okay this was meant to happen because that gives us a sense of importance uh, that okay someone's watching over us and they have planned all this uh, for me so what if those movies or those external factors were never there do you think you would still be still would buy into uh, the destiny hmm maybe me personally i kind of would uh, but i think maybe its significance wouldn't be that pronounced if that factor wasn't there <laughs> but that's interesting that you bring that up because i feel like it's in one's experience that you the origins of it start happening but then you start really uh, well for lack of a better word believing in it <laughs> because of a lot of external influence that okay it you start feeling it that yeah this has to be what so okay i want to counter that mm-hmm. example of actors and stuff like what even in the scientific community or 
in certain other things you know people like you do come across folks who say like this was my calling i knew that i was made to do this and this is what uh, my life was for in a way maybe that sounds a little too uh, you know limiting it to only that thing and not including other aspects of your life but what do you think about that mm-hmm. yeah i uh, i can't recall any such uh sayings from people of science like i'm not sure like i might be wrong uh, but but if you consider those sort of people like okay let's take any field for that matter whether it's science movie art sports whatever it is like they say that it it was their calling but they had a lot of years of experience and uh, maybe they were born into it just like like their parents would probably be in that profession or it would be carried down and they probably would uh, probably would have spent a lot of time uh, practicing that or watching that sport or art or whatever it is so when they finally achieve some success in it they probably would feel like yeah it was my destiny but uh, it was mainly because they put in more time than anyone else in that field okay <laughs> oh man I don't know. I I it just gets me thinking when we talk about these kind of things because I can never mm-hmm. like I, I get convinced too easily so when, if you give some strong <laughs> stuff so okay. I'm like yeah that that sounds right as well. Yeah yeah. Yeah actually that's where I wanted to you know bring about um this thing that if it's too hard for us to believe like that that it is coincidence I think that's when we start uh, believing it destiny probably. and even the person who would believe in coincidence the most i think there is there is a number of coincidences that they can tolerate and beyond that they feel like okay man this this cannot be a coincidence this has to there has to be some meaning behind this do you feel that well could be true i don't know maybe i'm wrong here but like from uh, you know from what i heard it sounds like maybe some of the examples that you're thinking of are very low intensity ones like for example someone just starts thinking suddenly that okay this is destiny that this happened whereas mm-hmm. at least in my head what i'm thinking of is someone's you know maybe along the time span of like years or even decades that someone was someone just knew that this is what they want to do or this is what will happen eventually and this is where they need to get to and it's their destiny and it finally did And, you know now in retrospect they never wanted to kind of say it out obviously maybe not to jinx it or something but they knew in their hearts and mind that this was meant to be so at least that's what i'm thinking of like okay that, is that does that sound what do you think yeah yeah i mean uh, i basically basically got what you meant so i might be thinking about some low intensity stuff but you might be thinking about some something of a grand more, like uh, yeah <laughs> yeah grandiose uh yeah uh, but okay let, let me give you an example of what i'm thinking so there was this guy who was um okay uh, just before giving that example we know that it's very very unlikely for you to get hit by lightning like, like there are few people who get hit by lightning but it's still um uh, it doesn't happen so often but there was this guy who got uh, struck by lightning thrice and even after he died like 4 years after his death his t- tombstone was struck by lightning again oh my god yeah so that's like 
getting struck by lightning more than once in your lifetime is like i don't know maybe one in a million chance or whatever chance that is so that itself is crazy but he got uh, struck by lightning four times so you would think that okay this guy has definitely angered zeus uh, or something <laughs> <laughs> but then if you start looking into it that guy was actually a professional skier that's one so he would be in that top altitudes uh, that level and lightning strikes about like 50 times per second uh, near that area wherever it strikes so that's one and so when you start looking at the facts like start seeing the details uh, of it i feel you uh, come to a conclusion that okay i mean it 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 might not be that unlikely as we thought uh, it would be uh, you know so it starts falling into the realm be. of coincidence more yeah and given the history of human civilization like for, we've been around for thousands of years and like lightning has been there for like more than that uh, and there has to be one incident like this guy uh, somewhere like it it would be almost weird to not have an incident uh, like this so that's where i want to bring about the the power of coincidence that e- even though you think that okay th- this is too unlikely to be a coincidence when you start uh, looking at the details like it might be too uh, chaotic for you to see that it's a coincidence those patterns like you might not see any patterns in that and that's probably when we start to decide that okay yeah then this is too chaotic or too strange to be a coincidence uh, this probably has to be something some some power or some destiny that is directing this so yeah i, I think that that would be my take on it Yeah, I mean that makes sense and I think for sure certain uh, incidents which maybe people start talking about it as okay there's some kind of a supernatural involvement or uh fate involved over there. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is coincidence or actually what you describe more reasonable not even coincidence that uh you know that given the facts or when you sit, analyze the situation you see that the likelihood of that happening was in fact higher than anything else and probably people who are listening to that story live in some other place in another time and it sounds very unrealistic to them so maybe they start attributing it to that yeah, but actually yeah. i also want to bring up one more point over here so you mentioned like uh, you know given the history and lightning striking and everything mm-hmm. there has to be one incident where i actually kind of take issue with that uh, reasoning because i feel like the same thing is kind of applied even in the case of life on earth uh, where a lot of scientists or in fact the community chooses to describe it as in this vast cosmos there has to be i mean there would be one place where uh, things would work out the right way and it could be us and maybe that's true but you really don't know about anything about uh, you know the other times or other places like for instance there could be a lot of people in history that would have suffered the same fate as this guy but you probably never heard of them so when you hear of mm-hmm. this particular incident you start saying oh yeah it makes sense there has to be one maybe probably in all of the like you start calculating the probability because the bowl in which it sits is so big the history and everything of it and similarly for the universe there's like so many galaxies and so many planets and everything and you start attributing to that okay the probability is really low so it could be that that tiny probability is us which i find to be con- like you don't know about the history of the universe you don't know about any other civilizations we've hardly even seen any exoplanet or anything so yeah that's my take on that tiny bit hmm thinking about that now 
but if you, if you consider that uh, okay let's say there were like two three other incidents like this guy who, who people are, uh, who got struck by lightning doesn't it uh, kind of prove prove that coincidence like even more like uh, see it's not that unlikely to get struck by lightning yeah yeah i know i know i'm just saying like i i agreed with that point that uh, a lot of people would probably attribute it to that without being aware of the facts over there but i take issue with that reasoning kind of like that using the probability to reason out of that thing which could have been or could not have been is just in general faulty i'm not saying there would have been people in history that would have been struck so many times something but i'm saying there's that possibility and we never consider that we just look at that larger probability and just decide oh yeah this is probably one random off event that happened mm, yeah i get your point <laughs> yeah that's one thing to take and uh, yeah mainly i want to discuss about uh, one thing that is how how we came to know about the law of physics and how the law of phys- laws of physics you know direct us and that's where i think destiny or like fate it plays a role so what i think is i mean even though like you know the big bang happened and it it, it all spewed out there's matter gases all these things everywhere and using the laws of motion that we have now by newton and einstein we can actually calculate where our universe is headed where each planet uh, where it will go or how was it, how it was before we can backtrack it so that that would probably mean that okay we can calculate the future given we know all the posi- the positions of all this uh, matter i think this this again comes into the realm of uh, do we have free will but yeah. let's let's yeah let's not get into the get into the head of the human beings but apart from that do you think that like we can basically calculate everything and uh, as a result of this it's all predetermined at least the motion of planets and all that thing yeah for sure i think inanimate objects you can mm-hmm. uh, in a way kind of get an idea of what's going to happen or maybe the sphere of possibilities for sure you know what what's possible and what's not again when we start putting people into the picture it goes haywire so i think mm-hmm. not really i don't think there is a definite uh, fate of the world or something like that maybe the way in which it proceeds kind of is a set path because of the way things are like the speed at which you can progress for example the speed at which you can make discoveries is limited by certain things by your population by the amount of data you have available the way scientific progress for one can happen so i feel like maybe the path or rather the timeline is more or less uh kind of you know that's the only possible timeline maybe but no i don't feel like there is a larger destiny of the world or fate that it has to be this way and that's something actually that i've not that i used to believe a lot in it in the past but i used to consider it but more recent years i think i've kind of changed that and well to quote from that movie contact the world is what we make of it okay yeah yeah i mean i totally agree with that uh, definitely but uh, also like i have this one point where of course let's say we can you know definitely predict the motion of planetary bodies and also inanimate objects and um, if we come to human being like the ones with consciousness and who can make conscious decisions i feel that's that's where you start to narrow things down and it comes into the realm of quantum mechanics and that's where the the decisions are made 
and that's where i think the fate thing breaks apart we probably can think that because or because we are able to calculate every single particle like if we knew then we, we can calculate um, it's all predetermined but in quantum mechanics it still is an unsolved problem or many people many physicists they believe that uh, okay it, it cannot be further boiled down we can apply quantum mechanics like we can write equations for it but we don't know how the decisions is made um okay uh, have you heard of this probability wave function have you come across it yeah kind of but i'm not sure that i completely get the significance okay uh, so in the most simplest terms the probability wave function is uh, in quantum mechanics is the probability of finding a particle uh, at a given point in space and given point in time and we can never truly predict where at uh, with 100% certainty that it will be over there at this um, at this certain point and in time so that's why it's a probability wave function we can or only give the probabilities of it so the reason i'm relating that to it is when we boil everything down this this is the i i i feel this is the only place where where we are uncertain and you know you can calculate pretty much anything with newton's laws of gravity or einstein's general theory of relativity uh, but when you, when it comes to quantum mechanics this is where we cannot uh, with 100% certainty predict where a particle will be and this for me i think is the breaking point of that fate fate destiny or to be have that free will and when you go deep into that like there are two interpretations for it one is the copenhagen interpretation and one is the many worlds interpretation so copenhagen interpretation uh, that says that we can never really of course both interpretation doesn't say that we can actually find the particle over there so the copenhagen interpretation in its most simplest terms is basically you have all these probabilities the entire set of probabilities and finally a decision is made we don't know how a decision is made or what influences that decision but a decision is made and finally you will see you will find a particle over there at some point and all the other probabilities that we had like say at 30% probability of finding somewhere over there or 15% over here so all all that will be cancelled out so there's only one particle and we are in that reality but if you think about many worlds interpretation what that says is all the probability that we can describe from the probability wave function when the function collapses all those probability diverges into different parallel realities so there is a probability of uh, you and me being friends in one universe and probability of me you and you never meeting in another universe there is every single probability and there are different universes for it so that's many worlds interpretation so basically we have this theories and uh, we don't know which one is true we don't have the equipments yet to test it but i feel that and many physicists feel that this is where probably it stops like we can't go beyond that measurement and i think this is the part where the true randomness takes over and the fate is not actually decided so that's why even though i was heavily um, I, i do heavily lean towards coincidence and even though i have some foot in that you know uh, the fate part i think it would be this that we, there might be a chance that we wouldn't have completely understood quantum mechanics uh, but if this is the end of quantum mechanics 
then yeah, I, I don't think there's fate or destiny or everything is predetermined for that matter. Hmm, okay. I, don't, I mean, I don't really understand that uh, theory that much because, yeah, like, I haven't gone into it too much and I'm pretty sure even if I do, I'll have my own take on it and won't understand <laughs> exactly what they're trying to communicate. But, but I don't know, like, I feel like what applies to that small world of particles may not, I mean, the, you know, the whatever, subatomic world, it may not necessarily apply to the larger macroscopic world of humans. I don't know how, maybe that's just because common sense dictates that it's very different than what we experience every day. But it actually, like, have you heard of, uh, you? I, I'm sure you would have heard The Scientist by Coldplay. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, it just reminds me of a line from that song, which goes like, questions of science, science and progress, do not speak as loud as my heart. So, <laughs> so, I don't know, so that's what I, I just feel like maybe the that theory or whatever is the interpretations applied to those, to the particles and everything, but I don't know, like I feel like maybe it's too young of a theory to still kind of get the right interpretation or see how much it applies in the larger life, uh, even though I get it, like the entire world is made of those particles, but like, see, by finding that electron at a certain position in the atom is something very different to anything in, like, anything in our realistic world that we see. Do you get what I mean? Like, I'm not sure if I'm... I'm no, 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 I completely get what you mean. And and even I was of that opinion, like, why would that even matter? But then, um, if I may, like, if, if you take a look at it, we are nothing but uh, just a part of our brains. Like, even if you chop off our hand or legs, we still are us until you start messing with the brain. So when we uh, go to the brain and if we see how it communicates and how it works, like it works uh, using electrical impulses, right? Like you, you have this tiny electrical signals. Mm-hmm. So we know that all these electrons, like they are actually involved and they are the ones who is doing all the communication between between the brain, uh, I mean, between the neurons and between neurons and the other organs of our body. So that's one. So then you, you, you have to start studying the electrical signals. So that's where you already find an electron. And we can definitely do that. We can study that and also influence that. But uh, how that electron moves, like again, you have to go deeper and that's when you encounter quantum mechanics. So quantum mechanics is always at play. There is, there is no escape from it. Whether it's our hand, our table, desk, our brain, it doesn't matter. It's always at play. And only when we understand the source of it, then we can map it uh, to the external world. And I mean, if if you look at it, like they kind of are the external world. If you see all of the entire world as collection of atoms, it's collection of atoms. But we know that we can go even deeper than atoms. So now it's like quantum mechanics, all the quarks, gluons and all those stuff. Hmm. I just, I feel like that translation from particles and atoms and molecules to your the functionality of hmm. your brain and uh you know how it actually works it really hasn't been made like you you really don't know much about anything over there all at least okay maybe i i might not be completely aware of whatever is the forefront of research in that category but it's largely un- like misunderstood or not understood yet yeah yeah i definitely agree with you on that so so i feel like okay fine maybe it applies to the inanimate objects so you can predict that but 
I don't know about like like you said right the mm-hmm. human will and choice how much it mm-hmm. really uh, matters in that respect. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely agree with you on the point that yes we of course do not know quantum mechanics to the fullest and we haven't yet although we know how the electrons travels and how those uh, neural connections gets activated we we haven't gone deeper than that. So there is still that gray area between mm-hmm. that and reaching the quantum mechanics, but uh, it doesn't mean that quantum mechanics is not at play because we kind of understand it. Like we we have applications based on quantum mechanics. We have quantum computers. Uh, there is quantum communication, quantum tunneling. Yeah, it it is. But what I mean is like uh, you know to our topic of destiny, and I feel it, it's back to human life. And if we if we start uh, talking about this, it'll come back to that human will. And then if we go at it from that perspective of particles and atoms and everything, there isn't, there is that gray area, like you mm-hmm. said, right? So you won't be able to arrive at a conclusion there. Yeah, yeah, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I think another example that probably explains this a bit better and... Uh, gives a really good example that we can all relate to is the coin flip, coin flip experiment. So with a coin flip, we all know that if it's an unbiased coin, it the result would be, you know, 50-50 chance of resulting it in a head or a tail. But if a result skews in a direction that you get heads 10 times or heads 15 times or even 50 or 100 times, you would think that, okay, that's very unlikely, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So now, um, if you just think about this very small experiment and you take a group of 10,000 people and you give each of them a coin and then you ask them to toss and let's say like around 50-50 gets gets heads and 50 gets tails. So you make the people who got tails sit down. So you have like 5,000 people who got heads and then you make them toss the coin again and you have like 2,000, let's say 50-50 again and you have 2,500 people who got heads. Wait, they're tossing it once, right? Yeah, they're tossing it once. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you get uh, 2,500 people who got heads and you make all the people, all the other 2,500 who got tails sit down. So then you kind of repeat the experiment again, over and again. And then you would come to a point where only like two or uh, one or two people, uh, persons are standing, right? Okay. Yeah, so finally when you get to that point, when you have the last person or last two people, those two people would have flipped the coin if if we started at 10,000 uh, number, those the last person would have flipped the coin at least 14 or 15 times. And he would have got it head every single time. Okay. Yeah, so just now increase uh, the data set. Let, let's say instead of 10,000, we choose 1 lakh or 10 lakhs. So, and you start, uh, fl- uh, you make them flip the coin, half of them sit down, flip the coin, go go on like that. And finally, when you have the last person standing, last one or two people standing, they would have flipped the coin like 50 or 100 times and they would have got head the 100 times. So we would think, if you ju- if I just tell you that, okay, a person can get 100 times, or, or, I mean, toss a coin 100 times and can get um, 100 heads straight, people wouldn't believe that. But if you think about this as a probability, it definitely seems possible. Man, that is interesting. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Yep, yep. I like these kind of thought experiments, but this one is actually like pretty. I'm just like still <laughs> uh, wondering. But then, like, if you consider the entire set, 
it does make mm-hmm. sense like i agree on the aspect that you know uh when that one person if you just tell you are obviously likely not to believe it but mm-hmm. if we explain the entire experiment to someone it makes sense so yeah. finally at the end of it when something what is really happening is believable and real mm yeah and i would argue that given large enough data set like you can find all sorts of anomalies and it's almost expected that it's there yeah okay makes sense <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like if it would explain all of them i don't think we can answer that but uh, yeah maybe a good number of them yeah yeah well since we're talking about all this like i wanted to see your take on this quote by a okay. famous scientist <laughs> <laughs> Coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. And guess who that scientist was? Don't tell me it's Einstein. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> 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 But it's actually something to think about that line. It's really mm. it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean I mean I won't get into that quote because of the same reason that I don't get into all the other Einstein's equation because I don't understand it. No, but this is nothing to do with uh, any physics or anything, right? It's it's actually funny that anonymous. Yeah, yeah. You would never yeah. think of using it in that context, right? Like a divine context. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, so, have you come across this uh, another one of Einstein's quote that is, uh, "God doesn't play dice with the universe." Yeah, I think I've heard that. Yeah, so that's when he realized about um, I mean theories about quantum mechanics, and he really could take that you know cat can be dead and alive at the same time and all all those things. So he was like, no, it it has to be determinable. And uh, when Einstein said that yeah, God doesn't play dice with the universe, I think it was Schrodinger or someone else. I don't, I'm not sure. Like he told uh, Einstein, stop telling God what to do. Yeah, I think it was one <laughs> of those feuds of that uh, 20th century. Uh, yeah, It's pretty yeah. famous. Yeah. <laughs> which actually like he what you said is true and i i know that quote he mm. he actually uh, you know believe that and he said everything is determined the beginning as well as the end by forces which we have no control over and it's determined for the insect as well as for the star human beings vegetables cosmic dust we all dance to a mysterious tune intoned in the distance by an invisible player whoa is yeah. this by carl sagan No, it's by Einstein itself. Like you said, right? He said like everything has to be determined, and that's the quote yeah. that he actually made or wrote, oh. wrote in somewhere. Like I'm not sure where, but yeah. because I remember it, like this specific one made a impression on my mind because of the last part where he says intone in the distance by an invisible player. Mm. So, <laughs> but okay, yeah. moving away from this. Uh, mm. Okay, I, I'll tell you. some experiences that i have come across even though it is a bit uh, vulnerable but i don't know it's it's just something that made me think and in that moment i felt very strongly and then later i did overthink a bit about it and try to kind of analyze it so one tiny situation okay, i just want to kind of know your take on this is mm-hmm. so like every time i used to walk back uh, from you know like on the metro station to my house and i always take this path like always okay and there's this mm. childhood friend of mine who lives uh, somewhere around there like if i took a detour mm. and went right i would reach his house mm. maybe like okay. 300 meters or something in that direction 
so this one day uh you know i was just thinking about stuff coming back like i always walk back home so i was thinking mm. about stuff and coming back and for no reason i just like suddenly thought of him and uh, you know so that okay let me just go in this other direction like a detour it's not the normal straight way that leads me home and it just takes mm. this other road and goes and i actually thought mm. of him because his house is in that direction and said so let me just go in that direction and i haven't met this guy mm. for years uh it's just like on and off social media contact kind of maybe on birthdays or something but i haven't mm. met him in a long time and i don't know dare i say as fate would have it i ran into him on the street over there <laughs> Oh and uh, I mean I'm very open with him so I was just like you know what today's weird that I chose this path and usually I always go here and he kind of laughed and he's like oh so you think it was meant to be <laughs> so I don't know uh, what do you think about that maybe it's silly and maybe well the data would point that okay he lives there so it's likely that yeah. <laughs> I I know you would say that <laughs> <laughs> but what are the chances that just the day that i chose to go on that path he would be walking around there and and it's not just like right there it is like 300 meters off or something so i mean whatever it's it's a little off so wait it was a little off for you right like it was still his own road i mean uh, no yeah it is a little road. off for me it's like like two roads diverging a wood kind of a thing so i decided mm-hmm. to take the other one randomly and for him mm-hmm. it's a little out of his way like i mean from his house you can go in any direction or any way to the main road or something so it's not like always likely that he would take that particular path and you know or on that particular day or every evening or something like that nothing like that mm-hmm. hmm yeah i mean probably explain this too much and now it sounds very yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, um uh, i mean i've heard of so many other crazier things that even i feel that it cannot be a coincidence i probably think like this is too easy to be considered as a coincidence and not as fate you mean the other way around to be considered as fate and not coincidence oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that took an embarrassingly long amount of time to feel that <laughs> yeah. okay okay i know of this uh, one story that happened very recently with me uh just one of my friend he took some some random online test and uh, i think there was a range of results that you can get from 50 to i think 300 or 400 and he was just telling me bro i took this test and uh, guess how much i got i was like okay 134 and he just stopped he didn't say anything for like 10 seconds and apparently it was exactly 134 what there is a that is that's crazy come on <laughs> Yeah that was and then I told him bro it's actually not the first time that's happening i'm actually good at uh, you know recognizing these numbers like coming up with numbers that are like incredibly close something random and that it just strikes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and it also happened like few years back when my friend was saying uh, that he came across a headphone which was way too expensive and he has me guess how guess what's the prices he didn't say anything about the headphones no specifications no price range nothing uh and at least in this test i knew the range of uh, score that he could get but here i didn't know anything so i just guessed okay 17500 and he was like what the hell it is actually 18000 <laughs> i was so close i was just off by 500 rupees <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should join some i don't know like a Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I think all that I need to start trading and 
<laughs> yeah, yeah something like that uh, predicting going to kesu you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's weird like i don't know if there is an explanation for things like that or mm. or maybe i don't know maybe some conversation would happen at some point and we don't recollect or something would have you know something obviously made you choose that number and you you probably don't recollect it what it is but maybe there is no explanation also like mm. i don't know if we can ever explain that properly yeah but i have uh, uh, one other thing to just add to this okay mm-hmm. so i've just told you the instances where i got it right like where it was incredibly precise and but i don't think even i can recall the instances where i've got it wrong because it was just insignificant and of course anyone would get it wrong with that huge range that uh, you're going to do that probability thing again <laughs> no 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 definitely don't worry <laughs> i won't do that i'm just saying um when he asked about like what the price of that headphones was if i had guessed it like something like 1500 or something and he would say no no it's wrong and we know that there is a very extremely high probability that you can get it wrong rather than you can get it right so because it's definitely likely that i can get it wrong we won't remember those instances and definitely even i don't so this seems like an anomaly ha huh, this because this is an anomaly like we remember remember it very distinctly and i feel that or i'll start believing that okay i have this crazy power and i'll join a casino and then i'll lose all my money <laughs> yeah when you put it like that it makes you think but i don't know if these kind of so actually to be honest it's happened a couple of times to me also i don't recollect the exact instance mm-hmm. uh but at least one i recollect is being able to tell the time exactly like i've been doing something randomly for hours and i don't know what the time is and this okay. is before like having you know like a proper phone and checking it like this years back uh and then suddenly someone asked the time and i i was able to guess it like really quite uh, within like very close a few minutes mm-hmm. off of mm-hmm. what it was but maybe that can be attributed to like a biological clock or something like that but it's funny like i yeah like i said i don't think we can ever kind of explain uh, mm-hmm. if it's just luck or you know like you said like only the times that you actually get it right you remember yeah i kind of lean towards the second one uh, because i feel i mean whatever you described now uh, predicting the time even i have done that many times and like if you just think about a generation or like anyone for that matter how many times uh, someone would have asked you a time yeah. someone would have asked anyone for time and there's a high probability that they'll i mean yeah. i don't know probably like probably 50 50 probability that they'll get it right or wrong and if they get it right like few times in a row maybe they'll remember it and they'll just forget the other times they got it wrong but okay fine i i I'll, i want to run this also by you okay this is a little maybe it'll get a little serious but it's something okay. that it really shocked me okay uh, i won't explain the details but it's something like so uh, you know when in my family it's like when people are born they do get that thing made i think the kundli or something and yeah. uh, they there's certain things written there's like pages huh? it's like a tiny book actually almost maybe like 8 or 10 pages or something and mm-hmm. let's chuck aside the astrological part of it mm-hmm. but there's certain things written on there that uh you know sig- your life might take a significant turn at this particular age or some other stuff that's written that once you do this things will really something will change or this aspect of your life will change particularly the family aspect or whatever 
and yeah. i've seen that in some of those uh, things made for my family members like and it's actually happened in their lives like this was made when they were born and it's actually like i have seen it happen in their lives and i was shocked that it did and to some of them at least like the older like grandparents and stuff it's like so obvious that yeah most likely it would because these things have uh, always been in a way like there is some signs over there uh, according to them like for them it's not a very mm-hmm. shocking thing Okay. So I don't know I don't know what to make of it like it was so surprising because I was skeptical also but some things I used to kind of think that maybe it is possible it's true I'm I'm yet to see uh, how it plays out in my life and some people close to me but this was quite a shocker and these these are all kind of kept in my native place at one particular place <laughs> so when mm-hmm. I go I just sometimes like take one off and read it uh so what do you think about that Ah okay so about these kinds of stuff like okay let let me ask you this was there other predictions also made or was this the only prediction that was made in a way they are uh, it's kind of like it repeats itself in a different way so for example uh, what i mean is see the sections in that for example if uh, due to the influence of this particular aspect or this particular planet or or something mm-hmm. like that there's different sections in that book so if it was talking about someone becoming really rich uh if they did something in their life at this particular point in time mm-hmm. and you would get a lot of success and uh, you know wealth from that so that has also that is also being caused by some other section in that book so it kind of like i don't know okay at least in my head i think of it as constructive interference and think that that becomes a significant thing and i've seen that particular thing play out in that member's life and in that financial aspect not a lot of not a lot not anything more has been mentioned do you get what i mean only the highlights kind of if i had to speak retrospectively like looking back hmm okay regarding this i think i i i still don't know i probably might need to look at an actual only to uh, see what do you mean but what i think is they probably have like this other other predictions too which they don't consider when you get one right and they don't consider the rest of it but really it's not like again we're going into the probability thing okay and it's really not trust me it's just like 8 or 10 mm-hmm. pages and that's why i was shocked myself because you might think that oh it's just you know telling you like 100 things and out of that two three come and mm-hmm. you focus on that it really isn't maybe uh, i don't know somehow i'll send you some pictures okay. or something and make you mm. that <laughs> but you don't know the person so i don't know how it will but anyways i just wanted to kind of you know see uh, if there was any anything else you had to take away from that besides what we discussed mm. yeah i mean the uh, i don't like jumping into conclusions when i don't have an update yeah, that's when that's when so like, i feel that yeah i just thought like if you've come across this before and just mm. you know Probably. I mean, of course, but like being Indians, we definitely would have come across this, and our <laughs> parents telling us, uh, "See, this is what you're gonna become." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, w- what I would probably would like to do is analyze every single, uh, not every single, like uh, a lot of like huge data set of Kundalini's and uh, see what what the predictions was and what the what they have actually yeah, achieved in their life. an experiment yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's probably what i would do hey, let me ask you this do you think mm-hmm. there's any pros of believing in fate or destiny 
Hmm, that's actually a good question. Ah. I can think of a con. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think okay. of a pro. <laughs> L- let's go with the con really briefly, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the con would be, I mean, very simple example would be like, uh, you kind of lose in something, you try your hand at something and you fail initially at the first step and you're like, oh, screw it, like this was meant to happen. Uh, like I, I wasn't anyway related to it. So probably you might not put in enough effort. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. And, yeah, mm-hmm. you think you're dumb, like you don't get enough marks and one or two times and then you think that, okay, you're meant to be dumb and there's not much you can do. So you'll just stop working hard. So that's one of the cons in general. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, you start attributing everything. Like, oh, like that's what you make an excuse. You use yeah, it as yeah. an excuse. Yeah, 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 I get that. Okay, uh, I think I found a pro. I think the flip side of it is when probably you have a positive attitude and you get few things right, like two, th- two three things at a row, right? And then you start believing, oh, maybe I'm actually lucky. And, uh, you know, you go for it. You start taking opportunities. And then, you know, you know the, you heard of the quote where you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a person, um, the, the example that I gave for Khan, so I think he would be uh, the ones who would not take the opportunity because he knows he's going to lose. And he would, however, either way, going to lose. And the person who thinks that, okay, because he got like few things like in a row, he thinks he's lucky and uh, he might actually benefit yeah, benefit from taking more opportunities. Because he takes more opportunities, he's bound to land somewhere uh, in all those opportunities. So but, I think there's like a, that's the positive aspect if I had to guess one. Yeah, but but I also feel like, okay, it may not always be like a lot of highs that you, uh, you know, what do you say, uh, make the best of. In general, also, it, okay, I'll put it this way. It gives you a sense of optimism in general is what I felt. A very mild, nice, easy flowing, continuous optimism that, okay, life will progress in its way, uh, in the way it's meant to, maybe not meant to. Maybe not meaning that uh, it'll anyways happen no matter what I do, but maybe not overthinking about a lot of aspects of it and just kind of keeping yourself free from from quite a few things, not trying to control every aspect because you feel like, okay, there is a general flow to it and maybe you want to kind of see how things pan out. Do you get what I mean? Like, at least that's what I've experienced in one way. Mm. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I guess I have to disagree with you on this just on the reason that you gave because okay let let me tell you one thing if okay this can happen both ways right so let's say i experienced a streak of bad lucks and i was like okay my life is bound to be bad and i'm unlucky in general and Mm -hmm. see i believe okay let's consider two people a and b a believes that both a and believe believe that believe destiny and A had a streak of bad luck and because he believes in destiny, he thinks that he's bound to be unlucky. And B, he has a streak of good luck and he thinks uh, he's bound to be lucky. So both lives can go different ways, even though they believe in the same thing, even though they believe that such a thing called destiny exists. So I think the difference is the mindset. Maybe you just have a positive mindset and regardless of whether you believe in destiny or not, you'll just get by because of your positive mindset or optimistic. True, True I agree. Uh, but I just feel like it kind of adds a touch to it ah yeah like I mean, it, if, it kind of yeah. gives you that this thing to 
kind of take a back seat a little bit sometimes maybe not all the time and just kind of let life unfold in its way not having to it need not go your way all the time it need not uh you need not control every aspect of your life every time sometimes better to let things happen the way they are and then step in when you feel you found something that you want to take it in a different direction okay yeah <laughs> yeah i agree with that but i i don't agree with that 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 being the source of it like that would drive you to be positive or optimistic i feel that optimistic is something inherent or depending on the situation like from that uh this believing it is me would add on to that if you are optimistic that's what but, i think I mean, that's yeah. just my experience and maybe hopefully a whole uh, lot of other people also <laughs> it yeah, helps yeah. them uh okay i want to actually also you know this is one experience that i had when i was in college and you know how the whole chaos uh, versus order kind of argument goes right and mm-hmm. at least like in science also i used to always think that has to be a definite order of a lot of things and you can't get to it from a chaotic uh, viewpoint mm. okay it might seem a little you know i don't know if you'll be able to see the relation uh, the way i see it it's it's a little different and weird but so have you come across the sierpinski triangle the what sierpinski's triangle nope okay it's this uh, kind of a little experiment maybe i can quickly describe it so let's mm-hmm. say you have a triangle okay and what you do is you pick a random dot anywhere in the triangle in the triangle or on inside, the perimeter inside the triangle okay okay and you choose a random corner a b or c Mm-hmm. and you walk half the distance to that corner mm-hmm. and where you stop you mark that point with a pen or something like that like a, put a dot there now from there you pick another vertex any of the uh, vertices and again you do the same thing you walk half the distance from where you were to that vertex and you keep doing this randomly whichever corner you want to choose whatever starting point you chose no matter what you do what choices you make the final pattern you come up with will be the same pattern in all cases final pattern as in uh, the final diagram that comes up is called a sierpinski triangle which uh, is like triangles within a triangle within a triangle and it goes on and it actually is a fractal oh that's awesome yeah so when i came across this in a way it kind of reignited this argument in my head because it was like like even not i wouldn't say even in science but even with something that's so mathematical it was like mm. uh, you know it's like no matter what you start from the starting point you choose and no matter which po- which vertices you choose in what order the final mm. pattern that will come up will be the, exactly the same so we the, like this computer program so it and it uses random and stuff and it always comes out to be the same so in a way that i mean you know i kind of thought okay there's something over here as well where you know there's no determined structure or order but finally mm-hmm. the outcome is going to be that no matter what you do hmm. so uh is the outcome always the same as in uh, always chaotic or always no, the no, same no. as in always the, structure, the same pattern the fractal it's always okay. that fractal that'll come up the sierpinski triangle like it's always mm-hmm. that particular fractal and pattern that'll come up irrespective mm-hmm. like if if 100 people did that experiment in their own random way Mm. all of them would have the final same result. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I know right. I knew you would <laughs> find find yeah. that. 
Uh, actually, this reminds me of other fractals also. I I, uh, I I just forgot the name of those fractals, but it, even that's really crazy. So even that happens in uh, rabbits dividing, like uh, how how they populate. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. The water dripping. Yeah. 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 But but I don't know. Like I'm not saying that this would be like some kind of a weird proof that even on the scientific side or mm-hmm. uh, you know that it would conclude that there could be a destiny or something like that. But it was it was so weird because it's like the same thought pattern in a way, at least when a person thinks about it. Because that's what happened to me when I came across it, and I was just like pondering over it for a quite a while actually. Okay. So yeah. Hmm. That that's damn interesting actually. Yeah. Check it out later when you like you know, and for everyone yeah, listening in as well, if, if you find that interesting, go check it out. It's called the Sierpinski Triangle. Can you spell it? I think it's S I E R P I N S K I. Yeah. What do you think about? Uh, I mean, I wanted to also kind of just bring in the movie aspect real quickly, mm. and well, when it comes to all these kind of things, I always get reminded of Kung Fu Panda, and there's this really nice, <laughs> <laughs> there's this really nice uh, quote that Uguay makes, and he says, "One often meets his destiny on the road he chooses to avoid it." Hmm. Wait. This happened in movie one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when. Oh. It's like when that? when that Tai Lung is, uh, you know, gonna like they say he will escape or heal this thing, and when that like when he sees that vision and communicates it, these guys try to do some extra protective measures or send a messenger to, uh, you know, inform the guard that the prison needs to be. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then actually that step the fact that they sent a guard like something changed in that system you get what i mean till now uh, he was imprisoned perfectly and everything was good yeah so this quote like really rung with me like i don't know maybe it's always in hindsight it seems like it was always mm. meant to be mm. but i don't know it's just and that movie is like one of those awesome animated movies so <laughs> yeah definitely i've seen that's why i was surprised that i couldn't remember that line from that movie because i've seen it so many times Watch it again. I think after this conversation, maybe you'll. F- I don't know. Like maybe you'll be a little more uh, mm. for that part. You know, just I think you'll have some perspective there. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we need to make uh, Uguay T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are already some posters and cups and stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, yeah. Maybe we can wrap up a bit. So. Any final thoughts, Suraj? Like, what is your takeaway from this? Do you feel any differently? <laughs> hmm. I I think I've just broadened what I already knew, and uh, what I already knew in the sense of the perspective, not the facts. So I I still feel inclined towards believing that it's it's largely coincidence and uh, uh, destiny. O- only when we finally answer the Questions of quantum mechanics poses. I think, ah, uh, shit, that was, that was too bad. Okay. I think the final takeaway here for me is, um, as uh, this beautiful quote by, I don't know whom, I, but I have heard it from Neil deGrasse Tyson, that says, when our surface area of knowledge increases, so does the perimeter of our ignorance. Oh, wow, okay. I was just trying to visualize it very geometrically. Yeah. 
but but it's actually i mean that code has stayed with me for quite some time and i think the more we try to understand things and the more we come across uh, you know unanswerable questions at least at that time the more questions it poses so yeah i think finally for me i still would still lean towards coincidence and destiny until we unravel quantum mechanics probably i think it's still uh, we have the control over it okay okay well and what about you yeah i don't lean too much to the scientific side of it uh, okay. for now at least at least i feel like it's not really it i feel mm. like that's the kind of stuff that might not really explain these questions but maybe i'm wrong who knows uh, it could go into that that's right but i think i would leave with a with a really nice line that i had come across years back because i used to like go through a lot of quotes and random stuff like that and this one really kind of uh, stuck with me and it goes something like we're not allowed to choose the frame of our destiny but what we put into it is ours completely which is kind of a middle ground mm. because it says like there's kind of a frame or a boundary but there is still choice it's not like either or okay okay i th- i think this is something like um, we do have free choice or something that we can create for ourselves but within the a larger boundary that Sunset. has already been exactly decided. exactly which which i feel like is worth considering mm. that that idea could be really true yeah, yeah. I'm, i'm always i always root for middle ground so i think i'm okay, okay. with it <laughs> i can live with it <laughs> great i'm glad <laughs> All right. Uh, awesome. Yeah, uh, for everyone listening in, I hope you guys found this to be entertaining, maybe provoking, thought-provoking, and insightful. And just a disclaimer: none of the examples we use are supposed to be a concrete, uh, you know, point for an argument. So, yeah, uh, I mean, it was just to see what one other thinks of some of the experiences we've had or come across. Okay, thanks everyone for listening in and let us know your thoughts comments on this episode. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and also on Instagram. Okay, uh thanks again for tuning in.